God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. So are you traveled by FTX? Do you hope that Bankman Freed will go to jail? Do you know what cryptocurrency is? Do you care? Uh, you may, but if you don't, if the answer is no, I, I don't care about FTX, and no, I don't know what cryptocurrency is, and no, I don't know the, the person you've named, the truth is you don't care because you're not invested into it. Now, do you know what a Ponzi scheme is? I don't know that I understand any of these things, but I do know that right now there is a, there's a scam that has gone on. Apparently, there's a wonder kind that is now the villain, and he's a guy that it appears has taken a lot of people's money and, and taken off. Now, the reason you may not care about this story is because you're not invested into it. You haven't invested into this particular cryptocurrency. In Matthew 2, we're reminded that it's kind of hard to care about things into which you've not invested yourself. And this is illustrated by a man named Herod. The Bible says in Matthew 2, 1, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. So here came the wise men from afar. Here was King Herod, who was really not Jewish. He was an Edomite. He had been installed as a puppet governor by the Roman Empire. And instead of being overjoyed, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him because when Herod wasn't happy, wasn't nobody happy. Now, why wasn't he happy? Why didn't he understand? Why didn't he go to find the Christ child? Why could he not be bothered to go seek this one whom the wise men sought? And the answer is you will never understand a truth that you will not allow to obligate you. Herod knew this was the king of the Jews. And by the way, he made the connection, which many Jewish people did not, that he was the Christ. Uh, later, we're reminded that it was prophesied that he would be a governor. So, king, Christ, governor, what do all these words say? They all say that this child was going to be in charge, that he was the authority, and that troubled Herod. Herod was troubled. The wise men rejoiced. Herod could not be bothered to go five miles. The wise men had come perhaps 300 miles and waited perhaps 600 years. They probably knew the prophecies of Daniel, for instance. Herod wished to destroy the Christ child. The wise men wished to worship him. Herod responded in hypocrisy. The, the wise men responded in inquiry. Now, Herod did inquire. The Bible says he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And he made diligent search. He inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. Why, why, why did he care when the star appeared that led the wise men? He was doing his math. He wanted to destroy all the children under the age uh, of Christ, the Christ child. In other words, he totally missed out. These, these scribes, these religious leaders to whom Herod asked, where will the Christ child be born? They knew the answer, but they could not be troubled to go find the child. The, the wise men, their inquiry led to Christ. Herod's inquiry didn't lead to Christ in that sense. It, it was intended to lead him to the child so that he could kill the child. Now look, many of these people, including the scribes who 
copyists to the scripture. They had literally every sign in God's book, but it was a cause for trouble, not rejoicing. You know, John Rice has said, there are some who study the Bible even when they should be on their knees in adoration. You know, sometimes we think, if I just knew more, if I just had more answers, then then I'd know how to, to live. Now, there's some truth to that. However, can I tell you something? You pretty much know what you want to know. I pretty much know what I want to know. And you will never understand a truth that you will not allow to obligate you. Sometimes it's just too costly to, to acknowledge the truth. We're not invested in the truth. We're invested in ourselves and our wishes and our will and our way. It's just too much. We're trying to get smarter and learn more, and I'm all for that. But we're in the dark, not because we don't know enough. It's because we're not willing to take action. You know, my dad has often prayed, God, please give me the wisdom to know what is right and give me the courage to do it. That's a wonderful prayer. It's a prayer I, I often pray, and I, I sometimes have thought perhaps I would come to it almost automatically, maybe by different words, but it's just, it's an obvious need. But you know, something occurred to me this morning. Sometimes the courage to act is the wisdom to know. Sometimes we pray for wisdom when what we need is courage, and sometimes we pray for courage when what we need is wisdom. And a lot of times we have more wisdom than we would otherwise have when we have the willingness, the moxie, the courage to know the truth. Herod was just miles from the Christ child, but he totally missed him because he did so willingly. And like Herod, you and I will never understand a truth that we will not allow to obligate us. The only truth that matters is the one that we take action on. We're willing to know, we're willing to act upon, and we will be blessed when we do.